This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello there, Reject Nation. Willkommen, Bienvenue, and welcome to our Season 3 premiere discussion, reaction, review, recap, and breakdown of The Boys Season 3, Episode 1, Payback. That was a mouthful, lots of qualifiers and quantifiers, but uh, it's good to be back with this show. This show is its own unique blend of darkly satirical goodness, and uh, it's definitely not lost an ounce of what makes it what it is. I won't say too much because we got a whole discussion ahead. But yeah, keep an eye out for the first three episodes all coming out on uh, either podcast format here or on our YouTube channel and on Patreon this weekend. Episode one today, Friday, if you're listening to this on release. Uh, episode two will be up tomorrow, Saturday. Then episode three on Sunday. And then we will be following along each week until the season finale. Uh, so yeah, reaction highlights can be found at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash therealrejects. Or if you want to sync up with your own copy and enjoy the entire the complete experience along with us come on over to patreon.com slash the real rejects become a super sexy reject today we would love to have you and real quick just a big old thank you to the peeps over at storyblocks for sponsoring this video and the audio podcast that you're listening to now uh it's especially for these uh, pulpier shows that are you know not always uh youtube's favorite in terms of uh, what content they want to put front and center in the algorithm these partners really help us to be able to keep on smooth sailing and chugging along with these shows that we we really do enjoy and we know you guys enjoy as well so uh yeah more about them as we hop into the review and uh yeah i will stop babbling the boys it's good to be back let's do this crazy what a crazy good first episode <laughs> Damn! Well done. Back with a bang. What a crazy good first episode. Yeah. I was like, ah, first one, probably have to take a while to get it going. And I was like, oh man, they're like, just full steam ahead. That was great. That was awesome. Well, yeah, guys, got a lot to say about this one. I can really feel it. Uh, Thank you for sticking around. Before we jump into our review, a couple of quick words about Storyblocks. Thank you again for sponsoring this video because uh, partnering up with you guys really helps us out right now with everything we got planned. Thank you to Storyblocks for sponsoring this video. Being the cinematic artisans we obviously are, we are always in search of ways to make our videos look better, faster, and most of all, for cheap. Cheap is good. <laughs> and if you're a content creator or filmmaker or anything in between, you're probably in a similar position. It's tough to get your content looking as good as it can be without breaking the bank or burning yourself out in the process, which is why I heavily encourage you guys to check out what Storyblocks has to offer. Cheap is good. Do you feel like this is their way of telling us that the videos could be looking better? Yes. Whether it's the credibility of an exotic establishing shot, the soothing comfort of the perfect music bed, or just the satisfaction of increasing your graphical capability. Storybox has an incredibly inclusive and diverse library of faces, places, sounds, titles, transitions, filters, and effects. And more. Over a million assets, royalty-free, and available for personal and commercial use with your membership. Sounds so affordable. <laughs> it is quite affordable. They have multiple subscription levels to suit your exact needs whether you're 
an independent indie solo creator or a whole team. So if you want to learn more, head on down to our link in the description box and get started. That's at storyblocks.com slash rejects. Now back to the video. All right, well, we don't have to talk for too long because we've got more to get to. But um, yeah, for a pilot, I thought, uh, not pilot, for a first episode of season three. A premiere. A premiere, I thought this was really solid. You know, like season two picked up pretty much right after. And this uh, takes place, uh, like season two wasn't right after, but it was a much smaller time span. And this one takes place, uh, I believe, a year after the events of season one. And, uh, season two. I'm getting all my seasons mixed up here. And uh, I really appreciate just how full force uh, they went with it, just how gonzo it, it already is. You know, like I remember when season two premiered, uh, people felt like it was taking a while to get going. And there was because they had they, they switched from instead of releasing them all at once, three at a time and then weekly and then here I was like, OK, it's probably gonna be the same thing, you know, like probably the good stuff wouldn't happen until episode three. And wow, they like the the started off with what's that? Uh, not tremor, tremor, nah, termite. Termite started off with uh, termite oh at, at the very top was mind blowing. <laughs> like oh my god, I, they just they are showing that like and they're supposed to be hero gasm this season. So I was like, this is gonna be <laughs> if that is what they're kicking off with. I can only imagine how far it's gonna go, and uh, showing us where we are with our characters um, at this point in the story of they're no longer fugitives they get to have their own they, the, the lives they have now they're choosing to have these lives you know um like huey gets to be with starlight and work for uh, newman which is a, a fascinating setup because he's got to be putting together that oh my god the, i mean he didn't quite see what happened yeah but he might be able to piece together that exploding heads and exploding from what happened in last season that must that maybe that was her this whole time because yeah. we never got confirmation of who that was. Yeah. So that must be this person, <laughs> you know? It seems like he'd be sharp enough to at least get on that scent. Or they at least wonder it. Yeah, because um, too, I mean, she's calling teams to come clean this up. Like he's got to at least be sus suspect of her in some degree. <laughs> yeah, and the setup too with Stan Edgar, um, it's it's cool hopping back and forth between Better Call Saul and this, <laughs> where you got, you know, Giancarlo Esposito playing two head honcho bad guys who run organizations that are on the front look like something it's completely different you know yeah. and i i liked seeing more of his um quandary that he's in here because he's uh, you get a better insight into how he really feels towards the soups because he always said he said at the beginning of season two that this isn't a superhero business this is a pharmaceutical industry or something like that that's that's the game they're playing in and as he uh brings that back in this conversation and now that makes more sense now it's clearer of the direction that they really wanted to go not just put soups in the military but really control soldiers uh with this comp this v24 thing that they have going on but i love i love the way his scenes are handled because when the doors are open, it's a very different personality. You see it twice in this episode. The doors are open, it's the Stan Edgar that he puts on. And then when the doors are closed, it's just like, I'm sick of this. Here's how I'm really feeling. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you Still get charming, but not the facade. <laughs> yeah, you get to see a different side to Stan Edgar here. Mm -hmm. And um, 
So I appreciate the setup there, this whole thing with Starlight. Uh, that's going to be really fascinating. I feel like maybe that jealousy thing will be the thing that pushes Huey to get. Be like, maybe I'll take the V24, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. got to happen at some point. Uh, Plus to see Huey take on whatever powers he's going to get. Like, you know it's going to happen mm -hmm. with Butcher. We've seen a little bit of that in the trailers, but I'm excited to see. I, I can imagine the whole team getting on it at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and really getting to see the fun and games of that. I know in the comics they eventually all do, I believe, but I'm... I mean, I, I don't know where the direction of this show will go because it's already so different in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, because I, I like what they've done with Butcher. You know, I, I thought that with the way season two ended, that Ryan would just be kind of on off of his own and we wouldn't really see him. Yeah. And to know that Butcher still is like stepdad or surrogate father to him in some ways, or like I'm more like Uncle Butcher in a lot of ways. Um, to this whole situation, like Ryan running up to him and embracing him with enthusiasm and Butcher hugging him back is something I wasn't expecting. That was a really heartfelt moment because I thought he would still have this like level of reprieve with him where he doesn't want a connection because of who he is. Um, but to see that Butcher is, you know, willing to, to be there for Ryan and move past the horrendous events and knowing who, you know, Ryan's truly the son of, I think was a really... Uh, really touching thing and, and, and the challenge of Butcher having to work with authority, mm. work with law, be governed is, is interesting and they still keep it on the, the path of, yeah, it's like it's always been a, his, his journey is always something associated with Becca mm -hmm. and now it's this disdain and turmoil, this rage that is working off of, off of the loss of Becca um, after all that's happened and now to be in the position he's in now, like to have that scene with Homelander, just <laughs> it was something so surprising because you don't really get a lot of Homelander and Butcher together, mm -hmm. even though Butcher's always, that's the bullseye for him, that's the target. And then so to start your season off with a, with a really tense, taut scene at the top of this, at, at the very end of this episode of foreshadowing a, a, a a feeling of what their final showdown might be like mm -hmm. uh, was very fascinating and very compelling. And he's, yeah, the trailers already gave away. Like the first thing in the trailer to give away is that he's going to take the V24. Yeah. That's the first thing. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, how are you feeling about Homelander and all that? I love that. I love that a lot. And I thought that uh, on top of everything they built prior in the episode itself, you know, everything we see with Butcher, everything we see with Homelander, I thought it was a really beautifully twisted, yeah, character beat, emotional mm -hmm. moment to have it be that, in a way, I swear it looks like Homelander's like, even though he's not really opening up to Butcher, he's like the one person, it's the one exchange where it feels like they're on sort of a level of some kind and he's mm -hmm. identifying. And I think that's a really cool note for both those characters because as much as they hate each other and represent the sort of polar opposites in a way, they also kind of are at this stage in time the only people who can kind of understand what each other mm -hmm. is sort of dealing with, which I think is, is beautiful in a show that gets, you know, obviously twisted in terms of its action and in terms of its various pulpy elements, uh, you know, that is something really harsh and nasty, but also like touching in a in a dark way. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciated definitely. that uh, very much. And, and this was a, an episode in an entirety that it's like last season we were sitting there going, yeah, I see why they released three episodes because they're like now it feels kind of like we're at the start. Whereas here I was like, 
I could wait a week for the next mm -hmm. one and be totally satisfied with this as the premiere, which I think is great, which I think is really strong. And I think they're doing a nice job of, yeah, really laying down the place of here's where everybody is a year later. You know, here are some shifted power dynamics. Here are some people who are estranged. And it felt like everybody got just enough time to really feel like the ensemble is back and reestablished and we know where all the pieces are, but we're also pretty connected. Like, I, I thought pretty much every plot line was pretty engaging and pretty engrossing. And I love just the sick and twisted web of influence and, and tension that there is with Homelander and everybody under Homelander and everybody who's now above Homelander yeah. <laughs> on the food chain. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very curious to see how that interplay uh, goes down with Vought and the Newman campaign because obviously they are connected. Obviously they are playing ball. And the trailers do give away that thing too of Huey being like, well, you know, I try to do it the legit way. It's not working. But, uh, you know, I, I wonder what commentary is going to arise from that too because, you know, that's obviously a big part of... I, I heard a great little uh, take on this that, like, the comics of the boys go so far as to... Um, deconstruct and comment on superhero comics, whereas the show is about superhero visual media, shows and movies uh, more so. I said that in the last trailer reaction. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, great. Well, then I... And you never heard it from anybody else? I don't know. I don't think so. Then I stole it from you. <laughs> That's even better. That's I'm even pretty sure it's, it might just be a common opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, 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 it seemed said with authority, and it seemed also like something that I think is very evident when you look at them and you look at them side by side. Did I take it from someone? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it's a takeable. I don't. I don't think it's a point where it's like uh, you stole that. Or it's more like I don't remember know. when I said that. I was like. I think I just came up with an interesting point. <laughs> then you probably did. And now but I'm pretty sure. Probably... Now I'm like, but I probably took that from someone I else. No, I mean, I'm... hey, in, 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 in week to week to week, um, we watch a lot I of must, stuff. Must have taken it from someone else. I don't yeah. think so. I no, think, I'm pretty sure I did. I think, I, I, something in my back of my mind is like, no, I think I took that from someone else. <laughs> even if you did. <laughs> even if you arrived at it independently or not, it's very good. <laughs> oh, no. I appreciate it. I don't think I invited it independently. I'm pretty sure someone else did. You know, we'll go back. I'm pretty sure it's been a common opinion we'll go back. so i you know you see so many things in a week sometimes things blur together as to where true, you know. true 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 but anyhow uh, i i feel like they do a really great job of deconstructing that stuff but they also do have new rockstar said it okay that sounds that sounds reasonable too <laughs> i mean it's a good point <laughs> overall and nobody owns just care about giving proper credit you know just care about giving proper credit i've heard it from someone i think it was them or heavy spoilers maybe i'm not sure all right well what does it matter continue your i point. heard it from you <laughs> and then the rest is up to you to figure out but either way uh yeah that that being that this is the more sort of cinematic uh breakdown of superheroes and whatnot, uh, I feel like, too, there could probably be, because this is being made at a slightly different time, be some interesting updates on, the, you know, the conversations surrounding money, power, politics, and etc. Um, and I feel like the show generally does a nice job at incorporating all that stuff, and I am excited to see how that grows here, too. Well, it seems like with Homelander that he's going to be, uh, you know, buddying up with the Storm Chasers, who are, are representing, uh, you know, an alt-right section of the world. Yep. Um, 
I'm not sorry. That's what the show's doing, okay? So, yeah. <laughs> Wokeness, my boys. Wokeness rooted the boys. So, yeah, like, that's what, uh, that's because that's Homelander always goes where he feels loved and accepted. That's where he gravitates towards always. And so he, I'm sure he's going to find the catharsis uh, with that group, even though he's like, no, none of this Aryan stuff. Which, which is, you know, maybe not what that group is directly saying. Um, however, they are going to be the representative factor, even budding up with this. I forget the guy's name, but the one who resembles Tucker Carlson. Oh, yeah. You know, the Deep having his comeback slowly deeper, I think is a funny deep ass title. Uh, A-Train's struggling with uh, weight loss issues. <laughs> but I, just, I think there's some really great directed moments, you know, like I like the when he whispers fuck you and the way they kept it in one shot, like you gotta have like really good timing. Oh, because yeah. as actors, Anthony Starr, Anthony Starr has to be like, he probably couldn't actually hear him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, and so he had to somehow be cute, or it had to be so timed <laughs> to the point where he could hear him. I, I don't know how they did that. Yeah, or even the way they showed with Mother's Milk, uh, Marvin, when they, when he, when uh, he, it looks like, oh, he's got his whole family together. He's got his wife back. Mm -hmm. Where she always, you know, last season was like, I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you. You know, this is enough. You keep saying you're dumb, and you're back in, and you lie to me. Than to have the Todd guy come in and you're like, oh, that's a good visual way of just yeah. showing us, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I thought there were some really just great directed moments. And it, I mean, the way they he opened up the closet was like, is his butcher going in there and planting shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah. look what we got. More is he oh. just doing? As I imagine, he just he just can't truly let it go. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then the question becomes, yeah, is he doing this in coordination with butcher or just? He just knows what needs to be done, and he's already doing the legwork. Yeah. Yeah. But this was an amazing first episode. Loved it. We got to hop on to the next one. Guys, uh, leave your thoughts down below. What did you think about this pilot? And also, you know, keep it go. Uh, she gay. Yeah. Yay. Dude. Yay. Yay. I like that because she's a mute, and then she, you know, she lives in the, Music. the musical mind. That's a cool way to express uh, how she's really feeling. And so... More piano. More piano. So, yeah, I really think this is all great stuff. And uh, subscribe, click that bell, keep a lookout for next reaction. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs>
Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.